So now's the time for all of us to have effort in keeping our mindfulness with our, with our breath as our breath comes in and goes out. And this is the way that we use the recollection of our mind to, to keep our breaths in mind. But we just know it for how it is. We don't try to control it. And so don't try to make it long or make it short. Just know it as it is. Having effort in this way is right effort, what we call right effort. So everyone sitting here in meditation, we're all following this path of sila, samadhi, panya right here. So we should all be sincere in our practice in this way. So sometimes, or some days, our minds will settle into peace very easily. And other days, they can be very disturbed and chaotic, and it can take a long time for peace to come about. So what we should then do is to uh, look back over the day that's passed and try to see what's happened, try to analyze it. And we can see that if during the day we have just let our mind uh, just run about, we haven't restrained our mind, then all of the inner energy that we have will get lost. When evening comes about and we uh, sit down to chant or to meditate, then our minds just won't be there. They'll have gone off somewhere else. And that's because we've attached to um, all of the things that we've experienced through that day. If, however, we have uh, restrained our mind throughout the day and we've followed up on our minds, looking at what they're doing and taking care of them, then it will be easier to, to come into peace. Because whenever we experience something, whenever our minds experience anything, and they then give rise to a feeling of... <coughs> of liking or disliking towards that, then that liking or disliking will pull the mindfulness away from our minds. And we'll go and attach and uh, give the things that we experience the importance of being a self. We'll overlay a self on them, saying that they're me or mine, that they're other, that there's a being there. And it's even more so the case these days that with this, the current state of affairs in the world and people are getting very stressed and very um, chaotic and frantic because of having to try and um, carry on their lives throughout this period of um, epidemic. And it's something that no one really thought was going to happen. And before we may have contemplated into the body and uh, tried to see this body in terms of that it's going to uh, age, it's going to sicken, and that we can't escape from that, from aging and sickness. 
It's something that we chant, and maybe some people do a lot of death contemplation and tell themselves that life isn't sure, but death is sure. But now we're really meeting with the reality of that. We see many people in pain, many people getting sick. There are great amounts of people going to the hospital, and um, many people are passing away every day throughout the whole world. So we come to use this as food for our contemplation, that life is like this, that it's really not sure, and we can't escape from these things. If we contemplate this frequently, then the greed, hatred, and delusion, and the unsettledness of our mind will will calm down or we'll be able to cut those things off. When we contemplate in this way with a peaceful mind, then we'll experience a sense of uh, disillusionment, this kind of a, a solemn peace that arises from seeing that life is not sure, that it changes, that it's unstable. And this can allow our minds to be peaceful. And we do this by contemplating in this manner. Nowadays, we may watch the news and see um, many different cases of this going on. You know, people going to the hospital and many people dying. But try to keep the mind from getting depressed or getting stressed or getting angry see that this is just the state of things these days and know that for how it is and try to see the sankharas the conditioned phenomena in time for how they really are we just contemplate it as being the nature of dhamma to be like this and we can call this dhamma vichaya investigation into dhamma the contemplation of the Dhamma, because really everything is Dhamma, whether it's physical things, whether they're immaterial things, they're all Dhamma. So we know that the the nature is to be like this, and we contemplate them until we come to a clear understanding of their nature. So when we contemplate like this, then our minds will be able to calm down and to reach a state of peace. But it's important that during the day we also maintain our practice as well, that we keep restraint and we don't just allow our minds to run off following everything that they experience. The lay people um, probably have a lot of work to do but you must try to maintain mindfulness as much as possible while doing that. Try to keep the mind centered in the present moment. A method of doing this is to uh, recite the meditation word of Buddha or Dhamma or Sangho in the heart all the time. Or if you're someone who likes to contemplate, then you can use the thinking mind in order to recollect uh, the fact of impermanence and changing, that all sankharas have to change. 
and including this breath. And the breath constantly comes in and goes out, arises and ceases. We can investigate like this into everything that we see. Maybe we see a tree or we see leaves and we can perceive into the nature of change. Contemplate that this is what sankharas are like. They change like this. And all of the emotions that we feel, they also change. Whether we feel happy, whether we feel sad or depressed, that all changes. And our minds flick between being scattered and chaotic and being peaceful. And we see that these things, they're they're unstable. So we always try to to know um, all of these conditions um, as they arise, to have our mindfulness um, up to speed with them. And for that mindfulness there to be looking into our hearts and taking good care of our hearts. And what causes our minds to be chaotic is the attachment that we have towards our bodies. But then we can ask ourselves, well, where is there a self in this thing? Where is this thing really me or mine? When we contemplate well, we'll see that there's no self there, there's no other, there's no being, there's no animal. And then the mind will feel a deep sense of well-being and in time become empty. So we can uh, look and see how people uh, get old, they sicken, they die. And if we can accept that this happens, and this happens to us as well, then we'll feel joy and peace will arise. And at the beginning we have to to go over and contemplate things in this way. And this is what we call right effort. It's natural that many thoughts arise in our minds. And sometimes they're good thoughts, sometimes they're bad thoughts. But we just know them. We know that they're there. We know that they've arisen. And we let go of them. That it's the nature of the mind to think like this. We see that Really, it's just arising, lasting, and ceasing. And that actually, in truth, there's no goodness and no badness there. So we just try to let them all go and not attach to them. If we just want to think good things, think wholesome things, nice things, we probably won't be able to do that. So we need to try and have wisdom around our thoughts. And it's like if someone wants to build a house and they go into the forest to uh, cut down some trees in order to, to use them as posts for the house. Well, there are many different kinds of trees in the forest. There are short trees and tall trees. There are crooked trees and straight trees. But if that person that's building the house has wisdom, then they'll just take the straight trees to use. So we need to keep our mindfulness and our wisdom with us and know how to use our thoughts. And it's the same with the news that we read or watch as well. 
if that information is useful to us, then we use it. But it's of no, if it's of no benefit, then we just chuck it out. Because if we keep it with us, then it can become a danger to us. And so if any thoughts that arise, any, there are any motivations or um, something that we feel inspired to do, but that's a kusala, it's unskillful, then we don't follow it. We try to, to just let that pass. But if there are skillful things that arise in our minds, skillful intentions, then we can act on those and speak on those as well. So what's really important is to maintain our mindfulness there, looking at our minds at all times. Try to always be intelligent and use that intelligence to take care of our hearts. At times, however, our mindfulness just won't be with us and we won't have any collectedness of mind. So during those periods, what's important is to use the quality of kanti, of patient endurance. And this kanti, patient endurance, it's the hallmark of a recluse or someone who's left the worldly life to ordained. And as the Buddha said on Magapuja in the uh, Avada Padimoka sermon, that kanti, this patient endurance, is the supreme incinerator of the defilements. So it's a really important quality that we need to have, and especially in keeping our sila, our morality. Some people get really angry that their hearts are just kind of bent in that way. And when we've seen the harm of anger, we know how hot it is and how dangerous it is. Just by seeing that, won't allow us to let it go. It'll still come up. And these feelings, such as anger, they've been around for a really long time, and they're very strong and very good at what they do. It's like they're the world champions. And we're just uh, a rookie. We've just come into the game, and we're trying to fight with a world champ. So it's very difficult to win the fight. What we need to do is to endure, to have forbearance and to build up this, this parami of uh, kanti. Sometimes doubts come up really strong. They just fill up our brain and our hearts. We want the fast way to practice. We want to get quick results. But the more we want that, the more chaotic our practice is. We try to look in many places to find different methods of practice to get those fast results. We listen to many things, we read many books. But really what we need to understand is that all of the methods that we use in meditation, they're all there for bringing our minds to peace. So what we need to do is to learn which uh, method works for us and to use that. So just like people who are, everyone in the world who is living their life and making a living, everyone has some kind of knowledge that they use for that, some kind of, um, something that they've studied and, uh, and know about. 
So like some people have the knowledge of uh, pharmaceuticals, other people are very knowledgeable in engineering, and other people have the knowledge of medicine. And these are all used to live our lives and to, to uh, just to, to be able to carry on through life. And it's the same with the kamatana, the meditation objects that we use. They're all there for peace of mind. But the using the breath, um, keeping mindfulness over the breath, this is a meditation object that is appropriate for every kind of person. Some people like to recite buddho along with the breath, and so that's fine to do that. And some people like to use their thoughts and to contemplate a lot. So they should look into the nature of sankharas, of conditions, and see how they're unstable. This body changes. It's of the nature to constantly change. And we do this frequently. We contemplate over the hair of the head, hair of the body, nails, teeth, and skin, and see how they're always in a state of flux. Both the external body and the internal body, we contemplate the nature of change and see how every body dies. Another method of contemplation is to investigate into the four elements of earth, water, fire and air. So the different hard things in this body, they are the earth element because they're, they're hard just like the earth. So like the bones in our body, or our hair of the head, hair of the body, nails, teeth and skin. These are all hard things. Also the organs within our body, our livers, our hearts. And we can look over the water element, and um, a very prominent um, aspect of that in our body is the blood. Then the, the gas that's there in our intestines, in our stomach, or the air that passes in and out through our lungs. Um, this is the air element. And the fire element is the heat that uh, warms up the body, that's, you, that's obtained from uh, burning up the food that we eat. So when these four different elements come together... And, um, and then we take that to be a person, a being, an animal. But when they separate out, we can see that it's just elements there. So when these bodies die, then the wind element goes its own way, and we can see that there's no self there. The fire element goes another way, and there's no self to it. The earth element takes quite a while to separate out because it has to um, take time to decay. So like the hair and the bones, they take time to break down. But there's no self to them and they're just empty. So if we like to think about these elements, to contemplate them, then we should do that. And we can just pick up one of those elements, something that, that feels uh, appropriate for us, and look over that a lot, investigate it a lot. So when the mind comes to peace like this, then we can contemplate into anicca. And then 
contemplating in this way will in turn deepen the, the peace and the calm that we feel. And so this is contemplating as a, a samatha method. But it's when we truly see into the changing nature of the elements, that's when wisdom arises. These bodies are something that we cling to tightly, so we should have mindfulness around them and investigate into them, see that they're unstable, or we can contemplate them in terms of not-self, or contemplate them in terms of emptiness. But we just try to do this frequently. At the beginning, the mind can be really chaotic and just not really be here. But we endure with that, even though it's difficult. We have this quality of kanti. But eventually, if we do uh, maintain our sincerity in the practice, then we will reach states of peace. So we should keep our motivation, keep our sincerity there. And one day, we will be able to understand the Dhamma. One day we will meet with the Dharma for ourselves.